You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. So you're telling me there's a chance. Liberty Baseball receives an at-large bid to regionals down in Gainesville, Florida. We'll have on Logan Matthew to talk about the anxious wait and what to expect as the Flames continue postseason play against Oklahoma on Friday. Plus, we'll recap Liberty Golf and track and field. Let's get it started. From our studio at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, here's your host, Emily Austin, with Matt Warner and Rhett McGibbon. Okay, guys, talk about anxiety and just <laughs> like that feeling of not knowing. I do not like this, guys. We um, finally got word that we, uh, Liberty baseball received an at-large bid to the NCAA in Gainesville. Yeah. First opponent, Oklahoma, Matt, just were you, I mean, was Jack just at the, the we were TV? We all around the TV, families in town. We're all watching oh, gosh. nerves, you know, uh, tension, like, cause everything you saw was like, they're going to be one of the last teams right? if they get in. And so, <sighs> you know, with each regional announcer, you're like, okay, where are they? <laughs> And so, yeah, thrilled, thrilled that obviously that they got in number one and thrilled too. like Gainesville's tough regional, but you go yeah. to a place you played already this year. They opened the series there. They had success there. They won two of three from Florida. Obviously, I mean, they might as well get timeshares in Florida. They've been there I so know, much this right? year, but there's a comfort level. And so that's good, especially for some of the young guys that haven't been through a regional experience before. So I think it's a, it's a good, you know, good situation. Obviously, they open up against Oklahoma. They also got Central Michigan in there, but. Uh, yeah, it, I think it's a good spot. Before we get to that first yeah. opponent, Oklahoma, what happened in that championship game? Well, I that mean, was so different than the success that they were having. Just Kennesaw you know, by other teams had given them problems. I mean, you even go back to the last regular se- season series. Kennesaw State is like just a we want to just get in a back alley and brawl kind of team. Like they just mash, and they did in that game. Uh, Trey Gibson struggled, uh, you know, getting the start. And then Liberty also had three errors in that game, which led to a uh, couple of unearned runs, a little sloppy defensively. And then finally, like, and Liberty had been scoring a ton going into that game. The big inning was Liberty, I think it was in the sixth maybe, where they had the bases loaded, one out, didn't come away with mm-hmm. anything. And so that that was critical. Uh, but, you know, you make it a little tougher on yourself, certainly, but the main thing is they're in. They are swinging the bats really well. My big, if you want to call it a concern, is – what kind of starting pitching are they right. going to get? Right. Because that's the key that has been for this team all year long. If you can get, you know, Adam Metz, who I assume will start against Oklahoma, um, if they like the matchup. Uh, if you can get him to pitch well, like he did really down the back half of the regular season, you're definitely going to have a shot. We'll have a conversation with Logan Matthew in just a moment. But first, let's talk about the Flames' first opponent, yeah. which is Oklahoma. So Oklahoma, they they got hot and won the Big 12 tournament here this past weekend. They're 37 and 20. You take a look just at some of their numbers, like seven and a half runs per game, not a ton of power in their lineup, only two guys with more than six home runs. They're fifth in slugging, fifth in home runs in the Big 12. The two areas that kind of jump out at you, they led the Big 12s, the Big 12 in walks, walks drawn mm. you know, offensively, top okay. 10 in the nation, and they're fifth in the nation in stolen bases. 135. You don't run into a ton of teams anymore that want to do that. And, you know, even like in the A-Sun, there weren't a lot of teams that wanted to get out and run. So, like, those are two things to really watch. Team ERA, five and a half. It was sixth best in the Big 12. Okay. 
They're probably going to start, you would think, their Friday night guy, Jake Bennett, a left-hander, redshirt sophomore Liberty. Obviously has a lot of left-handed bats in their lineup. And this kid, Ben, is coming off a career-high 12 strikeouts against Texas Tech in the Big 12 tourney. So he's rolling. So they're a very solid team, but it's not like like my fear was you you wanted to go to any regional but Tennessee's. Like Tennessee right. just like is a juggernaut. It's not like an offense, you know, that 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 totally puts the fear in you that way in terms of the power potential and stuff. Very good team, but Liberty's a very good team as well. It's not, yeah. there's no fear factor going into this game. We know that Liberty started really hot, whatever yeah. it was, 12 and one or 13 and one, and then they hit the red that we'll get to in our conversation with Logan Matthew. But do you think Liberty is playing the best baseball of the year right now? They're offensively, yes. Offensively, I think so. You look at guys that have kind of found their role and, and you know, Gulikowski going off. I know. Uh, uh, Cameron Foster hitting like a maniac and really pulling the ball with with some power, which we hadn't seen earlier in the year. Even, you know, Nathan Keeter just gets on base a ton, draws walks, your nine-hole guy. He mashed one over the the replica green monster in, in one of the <laughs> tournament games down there. So, yes, I think, I think so. But, again, and I've said it all year long, we've really said it for two years now, this offense, it kind of goes as Betts and Anderson go. If those guys can get on base, everything else falls into place for this team. Um, and it would help if Derek Orndorff kind of got hot here mm-hmm. as well because he's he's struggled certainly uh, in conference play. But it all starts with those two. If they can get on base, this team is going to score some runs. That's the key. All right, that's Matt Warner's you know digest of the whole thing. Let's see what Logan Matthew has to say because, again, with my Apple Watch on, it asked if I was doing a workout when we were waiting to see <laughs> if Liberty Baseball would get a regional. All right, so happy to be joined by Logan Matthew of Flames Baseball Liberty receiving an at-large bid to the NCAA Gainesville. First, take me through some of the emotions from yesterday, Monday. You you didn't know if your college baseball career was over or are you guys going to get to a regional? So talk to me about that. Yeah, I'm that's, that's exactly right. I didn't uh I woke up not knowing and uh Coach Ashton usually knows right away. Um and he usually texts us uh where to get together and watch the show and you know, he didn't text us until about 12 or uh, 1030 for the 12 o'clock show. And I was, you know, I was uh, getting kind of nervous, hoping, hoping that uh, my career wasn't over and finally got that text that we were going to meet in the, the mosque. So that was a it was a pretty cool moment. Were you because because obviously, you know, you guys fall in the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Were you then watching some of the other results? Because like at that point, like, you know, I have all these people texting me like I would know, like, are, they, are, are we in? Are we going to get I w- in? I was one of them. Yeah, are we going to be all right? Yeah, yeah, Emily was one. Yeah. Are we going to be in? And I'm like, listen, all the people that should know are like, Liberty's safely in. But then all these kind of dominoes started to fall later in the day where you're like, whoa, they weren't supposed to make it and they just won their conference tournament were you kind of tracking some of those things too yeah well not at first um but we have like a a team group chat over snapchat and dylan dylan cumming was uh texting us he's like you guys better be rooting for wofford and george southern (laughs) and that just kind of got my heart racing so i turned it on the the tv and i just saw both of those teams losing yeah oh my gosh no way um and then I was on the D1 baseball page on Instagram and saw we were the 64th team in yeah. the last four. And I was like, please, no more, no more. Upsets, do you start please. in those moments? Do you let yourself go back to, man, if we'd only done this different or, oh, man, if there was that one game we could have got, did you let yourself go there at all? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes and no. I try not to. Um, that's one of the things that Coach Ashton stresses not to. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's hard not to go back yeah. and just say like, oh, if I didn't didn't do this correctly or didn't do that. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard not to, to go back and rethink games. 
right. when you oh sorry go ahead oh, sorry i'll say talk to us about your four teams here like i saw people on twitter saying this is like a pool of death you got oklahoma florida and central i mean uh, central michigan who won the mac like mm-hmm. when you look at this group what are your thoughts it, it it's similar to last year's regional um in tennessee you know we I think it's super winnable um, and, you know, not looking ahead to the supers, but I think it's going to be a super winnable, super regional too. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's looking up for, for us, you know, we just got to play, play our game. Um, and I, I fully believe that we, we can beat anyone as long as we don't beat ourselves. Is that what happened in the championship game? And what was the, what's a lesson that you guys can take? I mean, because you guys looked great those, those first few games and, and then what was different about that championship game? Yeah. Um, it's just a you know when we get into this like this mindset of like no one can beat us that's whenever we play our best baseball um and then we we start making a few errors and you know we just we just beat ourselves and that that's that's something that we we need to really need to work on i think we're going to do a great job of that this weekend offensively it seems like you guys are are really in a good spot i mean you're just going through what you guys did in the tournament you obviously you you Brady Gulikowski, you know, helped help get you guys started in the conference tourney. But then, you know, 12 runs against Kennesaw, 10 against Lipscomb, 18 against Eastern Kentucky. Do you feel like right now the lineup is as locked in as it's been during the season? Yeah, it, it's it's a dangerous lineup for sure. You got, you know, Gray leading off. You know, he's been a great leadoff hitter for, what is it, four, three, four years yeah. now. Um, and then you have Keeter in the lineup, get at the bottom of the lineup, getting on base. Um, you know, it's just a very long and deep lineup that it's, it's going to be tough to get through. You have, I mean, you started your career when Al Worthington was coaching here, correct? I mean, like it seems like no, no, but like for you to to see all that's happened during your time here at Liberty and to see that now this is like the norm, this is the standard of going to a regional. Like, how how does that make you feel knowing that like just even since you started here, like you've helped establish this? Yeah, it, it's a pretty cool feeling. Um, before I came here my freshman year, I was one of the last recruits to to commit under Coach Toman, actually. Yeah. Um, and around the same time, you know, he went different paths. My high school coach got fired too. So I was without a coach for uh for a couple months. And then oh it was gosh. a it was a blessing in disguise once uh, Coach Jackson got yeah. here. So it was a, it's a testament to his his coaching abilities and his his character and you know, it's it's just a great coaching staff that just turned this program around. And total coincidence, you didn't have anything to do with either of those people getting let go. Correct? No. <laughs> yeah, good. I just to clear your name here. Actually, Scott Jackson told us a story just when we were talking to him before one of the games here late in the year and talking to him about you and and how you turn around, you know, your season or finishing so strong. He said when he got the job, you were one of the only guys still committed at the time. And he said he went to watch you play, fully kind of expecting to be like, hey, you know, Sorry, but we're, you know, like, yeah. like, like, because, yeah. you know, you know how it is when a coach comes in, like, it's, you know, everybody's, everything's changing. Right. And he's like, then he saw you play and he left there being like, how can we make sure we keep this guy? We have got <laughs> yeah. to keep this guy. And, and that's just, you know, now all these years later, it's so cool to see how, how you've, you know, grown in your game and then how this program has kind of taken off as well. Yeah. It, it's, I remember the first time meeting him, it was at a, a travel ball tournament, at Virginia Tech. Um, and, I was uh, I got done playing and my dad's like you know I think that's Coach Jackson over there behind him plate you should go shake his hand I was so nervous so I didn't know what to say um, you know but I'm glad he liked me and I'm I'm glad I, I stuck around yeah how has your relationship grown with Coach Jackson over the years 
In the uh, last 10 years, right? Yeah. Well, last 10 well, years. Well, you've been through a lot of ups and downs through, you know, through right. your career. Injuries and you've really and all just that. stuck with you through it all. So just talk about how you guys have grown in your relationship. He's he's like a second father figure to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my my freshman and sophomore year, I was be he was just like a he just coached me around and you know, that was that was basically it. But junior, senior year, and now my fifth year, it's really become more of like a, you know, how's your day? How's your family doing? Um you know, just stuff like that. So it's it's just a testament to his character. Do you feel like Liberty Baseball and your time here has a different aura about it now when you go up and you play maybe like UNC or you play Florida earlier this year? Is there a different, like, almost feeling of respect that you get from the other side? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, my freshman year, we had, we had a series at UNC and, you know, little old freshman me, I was super scared to play an <laughs> ACC team. And, you know, now we, we, we go on the field against the you know, ACC, SEC team and, all of us are expecting to win no matter who who's in the other dugout. All right, take me into regional play. You've done this now. You, you, you're experienced in that. Like, what's different about it? Is there a different feel or approach than in a conference tournament? How, how might it be different than just, you know, a normal regular season series? Uh, you, I think you have to realize that, you know, the pressure is up. You know, it's a postseason and anything can happen. And uh, you know, one of two things can either happen. You can either cower under the pressure or you can just rise to the occasion. And I think our team is going like, to rise to the occasion. Who's been a guy on this team that's maybe even surprised you with, with the type of season that he's had? Cam Foster. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, he, I've watched him in the fall and I knew he was a, he was a good bat and a good defensive player. And I, d- I didn't think he'd have as many. Home- th- FGCU's got to be his field. Yeah. <laughs> he's dominated he's, there, he, huh? Oh my goodness. He's, he's a, he's a great kid and Great teammate. I, I can't wait for. Let's just say the state of Florida is yeah. where yeah, he comes right. alive. Let's just hope that's the case, like right? Yeah. Hopefully at the swamp. Who is somebody that's like really um, reached out to you, or have you mentored anyone? And especially going into regional play, some of these younger guys that don't really know what to expect. Yeah, um, you know, Keeter and uh, uh, just the the new guys that are that are in the infield. You know, I've uh, I've taught Keeter a little bit about like mechanics and you know baseball is a game of adaption a game of failure um and you know whenever things are are not going well you just got to look at things and what's not working and you know I've, I've helped him out with a swing a few times and hopefully that that'll uh change things for him but he's doing a lot better could you could you work with him maybe on like he can't keep his hat on have we noticed this <laughs> have you noticed this like anytime he moves he loses his hat. Is it just he wants to kind of show off, like show off the hair? What what's going on there? Yeah, he's he's got the flow going. Yeah, I think is that what it is? Out. Yeah, he's got to get a bigger hat for it or a smaller hat. Yeah, you need to tighten that baby yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the book is still being written for the 2022 base uh, Liberty Baseball, but at up to this point, what would the title of this team's book be called? That's a good question. Um, probably just the uh, perseverance. Um, with the way we start out, uh, going, what was it like 12 and one, 13 yeah. and one, and then, you know, kind of hitting a wall. Um, you know, it, it's just a testament to everyone's character of just not quitting and just going back to work each and every day, being the same guy every day. Um, and just grinding out and finding a way to get in that large bid, no matter how, how hard it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the biggest lesson your team learned when you hit that wall? Cause obviously you learn a lot through adversity. Winning's great, but you learn through losing. What did your team learn? Don't, don't expect to, well, you expect to win, but like, don't take it for granted. Because um, mm. Coach Jackson always said, we make it when at the beginning of the year, we made it look easy winning. Um, and at t- times, we we didn't make it look easy at all. Um, but it, it's just a great group of guys that know how to work and know how to get the job done whenever whenever it needs to be done. 
obviously rewarding, you know, to go to the go to the postseason now for you in, in your final season. For guys that joined this team, guys like a, a Stephen Hill, guys like a Derek Orndorff that just wanted to experience this. Like I listened to Stephen early in the year being like, I came to Liberty because I never got the chance to go to a regional. I want to experience that. How how rewarding is it for you to to help, you know, those guys reach, you know, a level that they've never re- reached before in their career? Yeah, I mean, it's I, I love them to death. They're both great guys. You know, they're both great men of God. Um, and and uh, if you watch uh, the Derek's thing that you guys did yeah. on him, and he, he's always wanted to come here. Um, I'm just so happy for him. And and uh, I remember Steve was uh, was getting recruited, and he he called me, and because we had a mutual friend that went to Moorhead State, um, and I was just trying to get him here. And you know, thank th- thankfully he's here. So uh, I'm just happy for him. Mm. All right. Well, I'm excited for you guys. One last question for me. You've bailed out so many of your infielders, not just this year, throughout your career. <laughs> How often do you just kind of be like, guys, like, Throw come on. Ball. Like, like, you know, do they do they like get you like Christmas gifts? Like, do they take care of you? Because you've taken care of them now for your entire career over well, there at first base. Well, Steve, Steve is my roommate. I told him he owes me a back massage. Yeah, is that there. right? <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, no, I, I think I think I was kind of spoiled from last year with our, our infield being so you know, tight, tight knit and with our, uh, just being so close and, yeah. and, you know, it just comes with being, meeting new people and having new teammates and it just, just comes with the territory. Mm. Has there been a story this, uh, this season that like hilarious on the road or anything that happened with this team that the world needs to know about? Oh, geez. Probably. <laughs> or that the, that the world can know about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, <sighs> There's a lot of stuff that probably shouldn't go said, but uh, <laughs> there, there's just a lot of inside jokes that uh, that, that would take a while to explain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, season is far from over, but what is the future for Logan Matthew look like? Uh, ho- hopefully just get an opportunity to play after after I'm, my time's up here at Liberty. But if, if not, I want to definitely come back. Um, you know, I love what Coach Jackson and, and the coaching staff is doing with this program and um, hopefully I can, uh, you know, just start like a coaching career or something here and, you know, hope that to see what God has. Is that what me. you want to do? You want to, you want to coach? It seems like a trend here. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got Trevor and, and, uh, Cordell and yeah. John O here. It's, it's a great group of guys. And, uh, you know, if once I'm done playing, I, of course, yeah, coaching is uh, something I want to go into. Mm. That wouldn't be too too bad to be behind Coach Jackson too. He okay. seems like he's attracting all the guys. So, uh, what is it? Friday, Friday, uh, Oklahoma. Come on, one Emily. o'clock. One o'clock. Yeah. You know, Sooners coming off of Memorial Day weekend, I'm mm-hmm. kind of like Aaron Anderson who slept in. He was supposed to be on this show. <laughs> I'm gonna call, call him, him out. out. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. call him out. I just I just got a text from him that said, "I'm so sorry, my alarm never went off." Yeah, yeah I've used that with my job like a right. hundred times. Emily tries that once a week with us. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. And they're like, okay, it's 2022. Alarms always go off if you set them. I'm just kidding, Aaron. Good luck to you guys. Thanks so much for coming on, Logan. And uh, we'll be watching. We're yeah, rooting for, for sure. you. Yeah, thank you. You know what my book would be called? What is it? Hot Mess Express. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the title. I mean, I mean, and then it's just like Emily running through a parking lot would be on oh, the, okay. like trying to get to work on time, but I never came to you to work on yeah, time. Right. But you know, I like how we called out Aaron Anderson because yeah. he was originally supposed to be on the show. Good thing I like did a backup with Logan yeah, and, and nice was, work. Like, tag team there. But um, you know what I love about Logan is, you know, he's had so many ups and downs and and just like wasn't hitting the ball well last year, torn ACL the year before. 
I'm just so happy to see him finding success, you know, towards the end of his collegiate career. And uh, really, I mean, all this season, but I'm really glad that that he's seen that success here late. Yeah. And sometimes a senior, when you get that final year, you get in your head a bit and you're like, oh, this is the last time I've really right. I've had to take advantage of this opportunity. Otherwise, I'm not going to get a look at the big leagues or, you know, get drafted. But he's really settled in, especially second half of the season. He's settled in. You can tell the bat swinging really well for him. And, you know, just talking to him a few minutes ago, cool to see him as the veteran, like a coach on the field for the right. team, just the 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 wise attributes he brings as well and that calm demeanor, it's good. I can't even imagine the feeling, though, yesterday when he has no idea if his collegiate oh baseball goodness. career is over. Can't imagine. I mean, you have no control. Oh, my gosh. I would, it's almost I would. like you wake up and you're like, am I going to work today? Or right. Not? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I'll just wait to see if somebody tells me. <laughs> Maybe I'm I guess done. I just won't set my alarm, yeah. Aaron. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, golf. They finished 26th place. At nationals, you know, it's really awesome to see this program grow right before our eyes. I mean, they've yeah. always been pretty solid, but it's almost like going to nationals is the new norm for right. Liberty Golf. And they're knocking on the door like they're mm -hmm. so close to that cutoff line. They were as high as 16th at one point. Awfully close. And so, yeah, you know, Kieran Vincent's going to be a name that will go down in history. He's another guy that's been here as long as Logan. But, um, <laughs> you know. Sad to see his career in a Liberty uniform come to a close, but what a great guy and always fun to talk to, always willing to give you a few moments of his time just to talk about golf or where the Liberty program is at. So great to see a fantastic run for them at Nationals, but man, it would have been nice for them to get to play a little bit longer. Yeah, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, we're going to have to fight over Karen Vincent on the Canadian tour to go like do a story oh, on I him. Know. Because that seems like a pretty cool opportunity. Yeah. And I think his brother is playing over in Japan and just won a tournament. Like okay. I saw him like repost something and it, it looked exactly. I was like, is that Kieran? Why is he holding a trophy? But I'm, I'm assuming. Does he have it the was, hair too? He doesn't have the hair. Oh, but okay. you can just like tell that they're, it's his brother because gotcha. they look identical in the face. But um, so great season for Liberty Golf. Uh, then we also have Liberty track and field still going on. They were at regionals in Indiana this past week, huge showing by, yeah. by our four, one, four by one guys. Let me look at the time while they ran. What Here, they, I'll keep going with Kennedy Sauter. Good to see him continue to get healthy and the back. Freshman. Going, yeah, that's right, man. That guy's going to do big things. Wouldn't be surprised if he was the national champion by the time it was all said and done. Right. He's in the high jump. Yeah. And then in discus, Kevin Nedrick making his way through the lone lady, Ayanna Johnson in the long jump. What she ever come on strong here at the late tail end of the season? She broke that Liberty record that had been standing for 20. I think like uh, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm 30. I'm 38. It had been going that, there, on. It sounded like there was a question mark. No, no, no. I, no I'm, I'm 38, I'm, question mark. <laughs> she, the, when that record was set originally, am I? No, I was two months old. So that record has been standing for almost 38 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was in 1984 when it was set. So she broke that record just uh, was like less than a month ago. Yeah, I think it was yeah. at the conference meet. Crazy. Um, So the four by one ran in 39, 38. And it was kind of funny because it was going semi-viral this race on Twitter. And someone was like, wow, look at Ohio State and A&T. And everybody's like, that's not Ohio State. That's Liberty. Uh, and that's just something that's so cool to see mm -hmm. that, hey, no, this is a big time. You know, the, people are assuming that it's this big time university and it's no, it's Liberty and we're coming. And, and you yeah. know, we have these big time athletes, too. So I know that the four by one team has just been breaking records all 
season long pretty much every time they've run this yeah. race. But it's just really cool to see them because it's not easy in the four by one to get to national. I mean, it's not easy in any of these events to get to nationals, especially when we had Coach Bingham on last week. He was talking about how a lot of these COVID super seniors, you know, that's what makes it so difficult to mm -hmm. get to regionals or nationals because you have all of these older, more experienced um, athletes. But just really excited for Brandon Letts, Donald McLinton, uh, Christian Lyon, Diamante Griffin. Hopefully we can, maybe we'll have them on next week. Uh, I'm pretty sure they will be out in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, I think that starts this weekend. I'll say this. It was like, how long you've been with us now? Three years, almost? Yeah, so October 2019. Okay. So I'm coming up on three years. So when you first came here, I would not say Liberty was a sprinting school. No. Like in, all, in all honesty, and over the last three years, I, I guess it's you coming here, that Liberty <laughs> has now turned into, like, you have some fantastic sprinters. Like, you see the 4 by one team, you know, all the individuals when they run as well. And then, too, on the lady side of things, Isis Brooks, I know she didn't get a Nationals bid, but still – and her first semester mm -hmm. at Liberty came in mid-season. She broke some records for LU, so you know she's going to grow and get better. The sprinters have come a long way. They have brought in some serious talent. That's because of Coach Pete. That's right. Big shout-out <laughs> to Coach go. Pete. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my Liberty track and field shirt. I went to a track meet uh, uh, to, do, to do a shoot with Felix Candy, and he's like, why are you wearing a Liberty women's soccer? And I'm like, I don't know if I've ever gotten a Liberty track and field shirt. So there's there my shout-out for yeah. For my uh, Liberty, my Liberty track him. gear, of course. Um, so Felix Candy, like I mentioned, it, uh, he had a great race at regionals, but was three seconds shy of uh, going back to Eugene. It's just like, uh, just so frustrating for those three seconds. But um, such a great season for him. His story will be coming out here in the next week or two. What are you working on, Rhett, that we can take a look on? You're not working I, on anything. I'm working on Rhett's rules. I know. <laughs> Rhett's rules. That's the... Uh, that's the next focus where I get to make fun of myself. Oh my gosh. Athletes. We're going yeah. to submit any ideas that you have. We're going to get Rhett on the high. Is it called the high dive? Here, I've got my list here of kind of things I'm working on, right? So it's either going to be doing the dive, like the dive. I'm not going to high dive. I don't like heights. So <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Unless you want me out of mental health for like a month afterwards or maybe backstroke. You know, I was thinking trying to get in uh, with softball just. Like, like give them a little chin music with the rise that's ball. That's so that's so lame. Okay. That is so that's way too easy for you, Rhett. I'm not uh I bet just some softball people are gonna take offense to that. No, then, I'm talking about for you. You I feel like you could get away with being good at softball. That oh, was actually a compliment oh. <laughs> for you. I'm saying I want you to do something to make like we need to throw you on a horse or something. No. Gosh, <laughs> you were talking to Jonah. You people. All right. Track and field, shot put, and then football, maybe field goal. Try to get a field goal. Yeah. Uh, you know, just go like from further distance back. Not the extra point, mm. but you know, just see how hard these things really are. I'm looking for one more. Uh, I'm in the thought process of it. All right. Well, let us know if you no, have any more embarrassing no things for, for Rhett. No. <laughs> All right. Um let's wrap this up. Let's yeah, we're wrapping it up i'm i'm talking we're gonna probably do one more podcast for and you on a horse or something no gosh you talking to jonah you people all right track and field shot put and then football maybe field goal try to get a field goal yeah. uh you know just go like from di further distance back not the extra point mm. but you know just see how hard these things really are i'm looking for one more uh, i'm in the thought process of it. all right well let us know if you no, have any more embarrassing no things for, for Rhett. No. <laughs> Right. Um, let's wrap this up. Let's yeah, we're wrapping it up. I'm, I'm talking. We're going to probably do one more podcast for until we take a little break for the summer. I've made that decision as okay. the producer of the Flame Central right. podcast. So you guys are welcome.
We'll see you back here <laughs> next week.